Hello and welcome to Elections Melection, the podcast where we demystify the mumbling and bumbling of daily politics to bring you clear explanations of what's actually happening this month and why this is your election and not the political establishments. I'm Abby Tartellin, author and politics fan, and I'm here with you today to find out how we registered to vote. So I'm sat here in front of the gov.uk website. The URL is very easy. It's www.gov.uk slash register dash to dash vote. And those are the dashes that are halfway up the letter, not the underscore. You're going to need access to the internet today. So if you've got your phone, it's easy enough to do on there. If you've got your laptop or your desktop, and you're going to need your national insurance number. So I'm just going to give you time to get them together and to get on the website. That's www.gov.uk slash register dash to dash vote. And I'm also going to give you time, as I did, possibly to text your mum to find out your national insurance number. While you're doing that, let's talk about accessibility. You can register to vote in Welsh. There's a link on this site that takes you to the Welsh language form. There's also information for public servants living overseas and people in the armed forces. There are links on here to getting a paper form to register. There's a place to update your registration if you've moved house and links to register by, by proxy and by post. I promised we'd talk about voting by post um, for students. Um, although you can actually register at both your parental home and your university and then decide where to vote. But postal voting sometimes makes things easier. I've registered for a postal vote before because a few years ago I was back and forth to the USA a lot and I wanted to make sure I could vote. Um, so there are many reasons why you might want a postal vote, but you don't have to give a reason when you apply for one. You could be on holiday on December the 12th or really forgetful and you want to get it done beforehand. And for a lot of people, I think the main reason to postal vote would be that it's quite hard to get out of work. If you're NHS staff or you work in a hotel like I used to do or a factory and you're on a 12 hour shift and the polling station isn't a quick walk, then voting on the day can be a real hassle. When I registered to vote by post a few years ago, it felt like it was going to be a lot of faff, but actually it didn't turn out to be. So here are the instructions to vote by post. Number one, go to the site I've already mentioned, www.gov.uk slash register dash to dash vote. Two, scroll down just a little if you're on your phone and tap on vote by post. There's a reminder just beneath this that you have to register by 5pm on the 26th of November if you live in England, Scotland or Wales and 5pm on the 21st of November if you live in Northern Ireland. So tap on vote by post. Step three, vote by post takes you to another page. You don't have to read it, just tap on apply for a postal vote. Step four, the first document on this page is a form. You have to download it and print it. Step five, fill the form out and send it to your electoral registration office. These instructions are on the form anyway, and you can find your office at yourvotematters.co.uk which again is on the form. We're going to register to vote online in just one minute, so get settled down with your cup of tea. It takes five minutes according to the website. I wanted to mention one thing I didn't like about the register to vote page of .gov.uk. I have a friend called Sam Baines, who I've known for about 10 years, 
She's a comedian currently headlining the Magic Mike show in London, and she's a hearing aid-wearing ambassador for Action on Hearing Loss and British Tinnitus Association. And my partner is also a hearing aid-wearer. That obviously won't get in the way of them completing this form. But Sam's activism and being with my partner have made me aware of how some things aren't very accessible. And I notice there's no one on this form that says, call this number if you're blind. There is, down the webpage, a guide for registering to vote with a learning disability and a link that says, contact your local election registration office if you need help. Now, this leads you to a page where you can input your postcode. And if you do that, then it gives you the council name, but not their number or address, which you then have to Google. I think this isn't really good enough. I suspect in trying to discourage people from calling the electoral office, it feels like registering to vote is less accessible for a blind person than for someone with vision. Now I have to go out of the site to Google the number, and that doesn't feel right. I googled the phrase, registering to vote if I'm blind UK, and there was nothing helpful. Even the RNIB's website doesn't talk about registering. So, if you are blind and you're listening to the podcast, it would be great to hear from you on this. Perhaps there's an easier way that you can tell us. You can leave a voice message for me in the Anchor app, which I can play on the podcast, or message me online at AJK Tartellin on Twitter or Abigail Tartellin underscore on Instagram. And you can see my name in the description of the podcast. Right, let's register to vote. I'm going to do this in real time. So I'll scroll down to the bottom of the page that I'm on and tap the big green button. This leads me to a page which says, you need to register again if you've changed address, name or nationality since you last registered or if you haven't renewed your overseas registration. Now, this is the reason I'm re-registering because I've just moved my address and I don't know if this counts as changing nationality, but I've just got my Irish passport as well as my British one. It also says you do not need to register separately for every election. If you have received a poll card at your address, then you're currently registered and can vote in the upcoming election stated on the poll card. And the poll card, if you haven't ever got one, it's just a a bit of paper with your name and address on it and some details. If you are not sure whether you are registered, the site says, or if you wish to update your details or voting preferences, continue to register now. By which I take it to mean there's no harm in re-registering if you've forgotten. So they do say on this site that you could contact your uh, electoral registration office if you can't remember if you are registered or not, but it seems like there's no need and it takes five minutes to go online. And given that I phoned my council a few days ago and I was 13th in the phone queue, it, it might be better just to do it online if you're able to. So then I tap the next green button and it takes me to a page that says, where do you live? And there are the options, England, Scotland, Wales, Northern Ireland, or British citizen, oh, I'm sorry. British citizen or eligible Irish citizen living in another country, including the Channel Islands or Isle of Man. So I'm going to select England and tap continue. What is your nationality? Select all options that are relevant to you. The three options they give are British, including English, Scottish, Welsh or from Northern Ireland, Irish, including from Northern Ireland and citizen of a different country. So I guess if you're from Northern Ireland, you might tap the top two. 
I'm going to also tap the top two because I have dual citizenship. And then I'm going to tap continue. It says, what is your date of birth? So that's quite easy. You just type in day, month, year. Continue. Um, at the bottom of every page, it's coming up, help with date of birth, help with nationality. So there are options you can tap on. What is your full name? And it's looking for your middle names as well. So in the first box, you type first name, second box, middle names. I have two. And third, last name. Have you ever changed your name? It says, for example, marriage deed poll. This is on the same page as your name. No, I haven't changed my name is an option. There's yes, I've changed my name and there's prefer not to say. So I'm going to select no, I haven't changed my name. And then it says, what is your national insurance number? So this might be relevant for some people. I'm going to go to my messages. I'm going to find my mum. I'm going to copy my national insurance number that she has texted me this morning into the box. So your national insurance number, mine starts with two letters and ends with another letter and then has six numbers between those letters. Um, and the example they gave us like that as well. So that's the kind of number you're looking for. There's also a little, I don't know my national insurance number. I'm just going to tap on that because I think that could be quite relevant for people. It says you can look for your NI number on pay slips or official letters about tax, pensions or benefits. And then there's another, I need help finding my national insurance number that you can tap on. It says if you can't provide an NI number, you will need to explain why. You'll also need to send copies of identity documents through the post. This could delay your name getting on the electoral, electoral register. And then it's got another, I can't provide a national insurance number. I'm not going to tap on that right now because I don't want to interrupt my process um, of registering to vote, which I am doing not exactly live with you, but kind of live. Um, so then I'm, I'm going to tap continue, the big green button again. The next page is about your postcode. It says, what is your address? Enter the postcode where you live. And it says, find address. This didn't used to work on my old address, but it has worked here. So that's very exciting. It's because I live in a town now and I used to live in a village. Um, there we go. It says I can't find my address in the list and I, I would assume you tap that and you can fill it in. Okay, I press continue. Do you also live at a second address? The options are no, Yes, I spend time living at two homes. Or yes, I'm a student with home and term time addresses. So that's for all the students, that's the op option that you'd tick. So I've ticked no. Have you permanently moved out of another address, out of another address in the last 12 months? It says we'll remove your details from the register at your previous address. So only give an address if you've moved out permanently. The options are no, yes from a UK address or yes from abroad. So I'm going to take yes from a UK address. And then I type continue and it says, what was your previous address? Obviously, this isn't relevant to you at all if you haven't moved permanently out of the previous address. So I'm typing in my postcode. It's found some addresses and I've managed to find mine on the list. And then I click continue. Do you want to include your name and address on the open register? 
The open register is an extract of the electoral register but is not used for elections. It can be bought by any person, company or organisation. For example, it is used by businesses and charities to confirm name and address details. Frankly, I find this disgusting that this is on a government website. It says your decision won't affect your right to vote, so I'm ticking no. I don't want my name and address on the open register. Continue. Do you want to apply for a postal vote is the next page. To vote by post in the general election on 12th of December, your local electoral registration office must receive your postal vote application by 5pm on Tuesday 26th of November. And as we learnt earlier, if you're in Northern Ireland, that's by the 21st of November at 5pm. There are three options. No, I prefer to vote in person. No, I already have a postal vote. Or yes, send me a postal vote application form. So I'm going to say no, I prefer to vote in person. I, I actually quite liked having, having a postal vote because I could get my vote done as early as I wished. Um, which is interesting because when you're hearing lots of news about the election, sometimes it can sway you one way or the other or you can feel a bit miserable about things. And I think it's, it's sometimes quite good to be able to read the manifestos and just vote for the one that you like and ignore all the politics around electoral politics, the kind of personality and party politics. However, it is really fun to vote in person. And I'm quite excited because I've just moved to meet local people when I'm voting. So I've tapped continue. Is there anyone else aged 16 or over living at this address? There's yes, no, not sure, and prefer to say. So I'm going to tap yes because I live with my partner. If we have questions about your application, this is on the next page, sorry, I've tapped continue. How should we contact you? Uh, the options are email, phone call or post. So I'm going to type, I'm going to do email and then you tick email and it opens up a box. It's actually already ticked, the first option, email. Obviously, they prefer you to email, which is, has pros and cons. Obviously, it's quite easy to do and it's possibly less expensive for them to do, but then obviously, you know, that's a job that somebody could have um, and their wages would add to the economy. So swings and roundabouts. So then I've pressed continue and it says now, check your answers before sending your application. So I've got my name, previous name, I have not changed my name, date of birth, nationality, national insurance number, address, second address, and it says, I don't have a second address. Previous address, open register. I don't want my name and address on the open register. Postal vote, I don't want to apply for a postal vote. Is there anyone aged 16 or over living at this address? And how should we contact you? I'm going to check my email again. Looks good. And then it says, send your application. By sending your application, you confirm the information you have provided is true. It may be shared with other government departments to check your identity and that you're entitled to register to vote. You can also find out more about how we handle your data. That's interesting. And then in black and bold with a big exclamation point next to it, it says, if you knowingly give false information in your application, you could go to prison for up to six months or be fined, which is a, just a lovely little threat to get before you vote. Um, I love it if it said something like, congratulations, you're about to take part in a democratic process that was fought for for hundreds and thousands of years. 
So anyway, there's a big green button that says, I accept, send my application. So I'm going to press that. It says your application has been received and has been processed and it gives me a reference number. So I'm going to screenshot that. And then it says, we've sent your application to your local office and it gives the name of my local office. And it says they'll send me an email or letter about it within 10 working days. If an election is taking place in your area, it might take longer. That's not really that encouraging, but I'm hoping that's fine. If you're registering for a specific upcoming election, yep, and you haven't heard within 10 working days, contact, and then it gives, it gives the name of my electoral registration office. But then when I tick it, it takes me to that place where you enter your postcode and it just gives you the name again, so it's quite useless. And then it says, tell others about the service, share on Twitter. So I'm going to share on Twitter right now and you can see what time I'm recording the podcast. So there, that was pretty simple, wasn't it? I found that quite simple. And I was a bit nervous because obviously I'm sending off a government form and I'm talking, tapping at my phone, holding a microphone at the same time. Um, But it worked and I was able to do it. So I hope that you were able to too. Leave me a voicemail. Let me know how you got on on the Anchor app. Perhaps you have friends that you can now help register to vote. Join me tomorrow for episode four of Election Schmelection, where we answer the question, what is first past the post?